When the saying, the family that plays together stays together was coined, it was probably written for the Cook family of Abbotsford. I first heard about this athletic family a few months back when doing the CARES run for mental health. In the five kilometer division, the Cook family had a very impressive showing. When it comes to running, the Cook family is a fearsome five-some. There's the 17-year-old twins, Travis and Mitchell. There's Mr. Energy Conservation, 14-year-old Preston. Fraser, the dynamic 7-year-old. And we will hear from them in a future FitSpeak interview. But right now, it's time for their father, Dan Cook, to take the spotlight in this FitSpeak Express interview. And here's how the men's 5K went down for the CARES run. Gold was captured by Dan Kamazi in a time of 22 minutes. A young speedster by the name of Mitchell Cook was one minute back. And third was Mitchell's brother, Travis Cook. Team Cook also placed Dan and Preston in the top 15. Then we kind of looked at each other. That is Zach and I and scratched our heads and said... That must be a family with a story. So welcome to another feature edition of FitSpeak. And we have the Cook family with us in person, in studio. We have Father Dan along with the rest of the family. We're going to talk to Team Cook in just a minute. But right now it is Chief Cook, Chief Dan. Dad, when you got into running, what was your main sport? Was it running right off the start or were you into a whole bunch of other things? No, mostly I played ice hockey, floor hockey, anything hockey related, like a typical typical Canadian kid. But uh, I, I had always run a little bit, um, trying to stay in shape for hockey, but not very seriously. And where was home originally? Uh, Abbotsford. So you've been a local resident for quite some time. Yeah, born here, live here, never moved out of the area. So growing up in Abbotsford, any brothers or sisters or mom or dad kind of push you into sports at all or... No, um, my sister didn't really play any sports as a, as a kid, uh, but uh, I did play hockey like most kids my age and uh, did a few other things uh, at school, but uh, I wasn't very, uh, very athletically gifted. Now, you did get into running in a big way. When did you start running a bit more consistently? I think, well, I did run quite a bit out of uh, university just on my own, but after that, it didn't do much. And I think eight years ago would be about right um, from memory. I, I started to get back into it. And how frequently were you running at that time? When I first started, I remember it was, uh, it was tough just to run uh, 2K uh, and, and do the whole thing. And I was pretty proud when I could run, uh, you know, 5K. And uh, I thought that was a big effort. And then a couple of my friends that I was playing hockey with were running and doing 10Ks and marathons, and that got me motivated. And I, I took one of my buddies, uh, Alain Blondeau out, you know him, for lunch, and I said, what's all this running about, and how do I do it, and what do I need to do? And, and uh, yeah, so we had a good chat with him, and he's, he's been a big motivator ever since. A great guy to know, a, a guy who balances life with running in a, in a great way. You have a big family here. I was wondering, what's the connection? Have you had to take any time off as a father? How do you balance running on a fairly consistent basis with being super dad? <laughs> I'm not super dad. <laughs> you should ask these guys about that. Um, yeah, it is a, it is a real t tough thing to balance. Uh, like this year has been really busy with work, so I've found it really hard to find time to run uh, as much as I would like. Um, but on the other hand, I do know when I run more, I feel better um, and, and I get more work done. And it, it's definitely something that I try and balance out work, family, uh, you know, and exercise. 
on a good week, how many times would you like to go out for a run? If, if I had it my way, uh, at least four times, but uh, realistically three. And then sneak a couple of hockey games in there too. So still enough to keep in pretty good shape. Yeah, I've 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 had a struggle with that. This, you know, back when I was doing it more four years ago and previous, I would say that I was doing it maybe four and five times almost every week, month after month. Um, concussion about four years ago sidelined that. How did that happen? Hockey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, a, ba- a pretty bad concussion mm-hmm. with a lot of post-concussion issues and. And so it's been a bit of a struggle to try and get back into it. And then, you know how that is. Once you're out of the habit a little bit, it's hard to get back into it. I don't really have a concussion issue stopping me from doing it now, but work and and, uh, family life does keep it down. So you've been running for quite some time now. How do you think the sport has changed? Um, I don't know exactly. I would say probably more, uh, I see more people doing tries and more people doing trail running since I first started. Do you have any favorite, because you're the elder person in the family and your sons are amazing runners as well, do you have any epic stories that kind of start like, well, when I was your age, I was? We have lots of those stories about when I was uh, my age, I wasn't always on my electronics. We didn't know what a 3DS was. We don't didn't have a cell phone. Yes, there's many of the same stories over and over that the boys really don't like to hear. And uh, they say, yeah, but it's not the dark ages anymore. We do have cell phones and and that. So I don't know whether we have one particular story, but there's lots of stories about trying to motivate them to want to get outside and 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 do something so getting back to to running to an extent what's been your most satisfying moment not necessarily in a race just as a runner i think there's a you know sometimes uh struggling with uh you know sometimes these dark months of winter you know you get a little little bit of sads in there and and going out and running and just getting the endorphins going and feeling good sometimes when i'm finished i i don't think i ever feel any better about my family and about life than when i'm driving home after a run especially if you've been running with some good friends what unfinished business do you have as a runner right now um i had a number of goals that i thought i was going to do before the concussion and i think i have to i'm learning i have to reevaluate i don't know that i can have those same goals anymore when i'm older and two, uh, I don't, I don't know whether I have the time. Plus, I just don't really feel quite as good as I did back then. So I'd still one day like to do something that would be considered more of an ultra run. Uh, that would be one thing. I don't know times. I don't think I can probably be, make the times that I was hoping for. So we'll leave this interview with that on kind of a, a funny note. So you've been doing hockey. You've been doing a lot of other sports. You've been doing running. Tell us about one of the more embarrassing moments you've had as an athlete. Oh. Um, I think probably there's not one that's particularly uh, bad, but there's a number that all revolve around um, bodily functions. Me and explain me and (laughs) me and running and needing to find a bathroom. Mm -hmm. So there's many, many stories about running, wondering about what neighbors I can knock on, what outhouse in a raspberry field I can find. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's lots of those that are, particularly harrowing as far as I'm concerned when I'm out there, yeah. Thank you so much, Dan. Okay, welcome. On our next FitSpeak Express interview, we'll check in with the rest of the Cook family. For FitSpeak Express, I'm Kevin Hines.